this is Vika and Dominika and we are speaking of relationships. Hi everyone, welcome back and thanks for tuning in and the amazing support to our first episode. It really means a lot to us. This is Dominika and Vika and last time we ended our episode talking about growing apart and growing together with other people and today we're going to continue on this topic exploring a little more on what it means to grow apart and together and in which areas of our lives does it happen. I feel like we usually think about it when it comes to the romantic relationships, uh, when it gets a bit more dramatic and we break up with our partners. Um, but the truth is that it also happens a lot with our friends and other people uh, that we have in our everyday life. Yeah, I think it's important that you uh, speak about those two parts of our lives, not only about romantic relationship, but also breakups happening in the friendships, because they also can happen in your life, but we just don't talk about them so much, or maybe we just don't see them as a breakup. We don't call them this way, but it is some sort of a breakup when suddenly a friend had been such a big part of your life and you let this person go because you no longer have so much connection maybe with each other. Yeah, and it can feel as painful as breaking up in the romantic relationship. Personally, from the experience, I don't think it's gonna feel so maybe empty for that long. And with some people, like for myself, it was with more than one person. It's like the whole group of friends that you have. And then after a while, you realize that, yeah, you had something that kept you together, for example, at work. And then um, once this is over, you start to grow apart. You still try to hang out, you still try to see each other. But then one day, the day comes and you really realize that this is not it. There's no place for me anymore in this group of friends. Maybe they still stick together. I mean, maybe this is also something that makes you feel feel even more empty. That like these people are still getting along, but then it's you who has changed so much and you who has took just different path mm. and chose to go and uh, explore some other parts of your life. And then, yeah, then there's the emptiness that comes with it. For sure, um, I think... So when friends like that been like a big part of your life, like you've, uh, you spend a lot of time with them together and suddenly those people are not there, for sure it can feel a lot, like it can feel suddenly very empty. But you, if you have other friends around you that, you know, they can like lift you from that point and like fulfill this emptiness. Yeah, it doesn't maybe feel as much. But when we speak about people who, let's say, been like friends, let's say for 10 years together, and then they, in one point, they realize like the only thing that kept them together maybe was a memory of that friendship. But then now they grew up, now they, uh, you know, get to know themselves better and they changed and then realize whenever they meet, maybe they speak only about the past and this is the only thing that keep them together. So like, I think that's the point when uh, you have to acknowledge that and maybe let this person go to just accept that, that you both change and it's completely all right and not like force the old friendship. Mm. And that's the moment like when it can be actually the most painful. So that's why I feel like people often in those situations don't, um, don't take decision um, for breaking up the friendship because it's so difficult. Like this person being with you such a long time, uh, you shared so much experiences and maybe that's your closest person and it would be so painful just like to stop being friends at that point, right? Yeah, I think maybe also that with being friends, we much more often just... We have these friendships that they you just let them kind of drift apart and slowly and gradually become less and less and less, right? But it's also... I feel like it feels more okay when you have it in a relationship uh, with your friends because you all have your lives, you know, you are focused on a lot of other things and you have been 
only just this extra to each other lives where comparing to the romantic relationship this person has been a such a big part of your life and then it usually doesn't just drift away but you have to make a decision right and then you make this decision and then there's this big empty spot mm. where like you say with friends you also can have some other friends so they kind of blends all together mm. i think from overall past like i don't know i've i had friends that i went to kindergarten with then primary school then a high school and then i moved away and i know i can write them but i don't think i will have so much in common with them you know and i tried like we've seen each other and so on and we can talk that's not that's not the point but for us the interests are so different mm. that it's just okay to let it go mm. yeah so, so it like makes me think like when do you feel that you drifted apart what are the clues that can the give clues? you yeah yeah when you're drifting apart i think it is a lot the interests and values things that as you grow and explore yourself you start to realize that are there other things that i care more about and also maybe you know would rather spend time with someone else right you mm. start to realize that there are other people that are more i don't want to sound like superficial but they are more valuable for you than this particular person and i think it's also okay to acknowledge that it's for yourself that you're you're growing you're trying to explore more to help you grow rather than stay where you've been yeah for sure yeah so if you have those needs <laughs> next friday evening you feel like you'd rather spend evening with someone else that's already a sign something is going on <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah totally of course it's yeah. a different station when you have like different group of friends and mm-hmm. then uh, but like there's someone you've been close with and then uh, you just feel like spending time some with someone else that's a sign like maybe you're growing apart yeah. and i think many times it happens as well that we feel bad for growing apart me personally i would sometimes feel like i would blame myself that this relationship is not going any better you know or that this relationship is falling apart rather than think that it's again it's okay that we feel like this and maybe if i just communicated with this person maybe it would turn out that they feel exactly the same but you're just kind of in your own head overthinking the whole situation and mm. and this i think it leads to these small things for example you still feel kind of lonely although you're around them or they just don't make you so happy you know i think it's just very big part of communication so you don't feel alone in this situation mm. yeah it's very interesting what you said because i feel like often we just feel this guilt right like oh mm-hmm. like it's my fault like i did something wrong right like um, maybe i didn't work enough on that or yeah just blaming yourself but actually if you just accept this is what it is And then instead of like avoiding it, like that's why maybe we don't look at each other. Instead of like having conversation, talking to each other, we look into our phones or similar. Just actually acknowledge that and open this conversation and say this is what it is. Like it doesn't have to be this dramatic, but actually to talk about it, that we acknowledge the situation and we don't need like to feel so bad about it because we as a human we constantly growing, especially you know in our twenties, like we're still discovering ourselves, like who we are, what do we value, and it's completely alright to change. And then misalign with the person who used to be a big part of your life, you will still appreciate them like for what you had together. But it's okay that you don't have this thing any longer with mm-hmm. each other. But what if they disagree? <laughs> I think it's also mm. the lack of communication comes with a fear that you are the only one that feels this way. And imagine that I come to you and I'm say like, hey, listen, we haven't been seeing each other so long, and I am focused on this and this and 
there's just like other things that I'm more interested maybe it's not a good way to say someone that you're not interested in <laughs> but you other know things. yeah they're just how to communicate this mm. in a way that also if actually someone doesn't feel like you if they are like what are you talking about but I, I'm having a great friendship with you I love everything you do this is this moment that you're like, oh, damn, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, again, like this feeling of guilt for me is this feeling like, what have I done wrong? Where did I go wrong that I am giving this person a false image of this friendship? And they thought something completely else. Mm. Yeah, it's really, really tricky because we also don't want to harm another person. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also this perception, like if you would tell someone like, oh, I don't feel like we, we have similar values, you shouldn't take it as a, you know, offense, like someone doesn't, doesn't think I'm a good person. It's, it's not about that, it's just about being different. It's the same like when you date, once you tell me, it's, it could be a great person that you date, like you can think it's a great guy or girl, but then you just don't think you align together, you know, like you have different perception on life, you value different things, you spend your time differently. And it's okay. We shouldn't take it as an offense. And I think this is like one of the learnings. Uh, we have to accept that's okay to grow apart. We change constantly. Like mm-hmm. with uh, every, maybe not every day, it's not so visible. Mm-hmm. But like when we look back, we see some change happening in us. Yeah. It's interesting that you brought it up uh, with the meeting new people. I feel like it's based on my uh, experiences mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with going into like a dating scene that I choose to go out and date. Okay, I go out and see the people for the first time and then I come home and uh, you're asking, so how was it? And I'm like, it was great. I'm never going to see them again, you know? <laughs> and it was great. Mm-hmm. It was genuinely great. I met someone that was very interesting, someone that I never met before. And they had so many interesting things to say and they had completely different point of view on the world, on, on the different values. But with that said, they're just nothing that I am interested in. Mm. And there's just no point to kind of drag things. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be different, you know. And yeah. it's a it's a beauty of the world as well that we're all different. And we're all like the same. Mm-hmm. What's, that's, what's the point? So when you start to have doubts about like one relation of your relationships, like the seeds of uncertainty that you get at the point, it's a sign you have to reflect maybe a little bit more on what's going on in your relationship right now. So to understand yourself better in this relationship, you should ask yourself some questions. For example, does it feel sometimes that you don't feel yourself any longer around that person? That you maybe have so many disagreements that it's hard to communicate? that maybe you hold yourself from communicating some things because you just don't want, I don't know, like hurt this person's feelings or like have another argument. So if on those questions you would say yes, <laughs> I think it's time something to change or like open this conversation or maybe just slowly to let those people go. I think that these are the questions that you would, again, there's just something with the romantic relationships that are that have the most memorable stories to tell and they are the most memorable for us it's hard for me to pinpoint a friendship that has grew apart you know and it it has been let's say dramatic enough for me to remember i feel like with many people we just yeah, drifted away and it it was very organic you know the way we we just went our own ways but then when it comes to the to the to the romantic relationships you actually get to the point of asking yourself these questions and you are there looking at this person and thinking, do they bring the best out of me? Do they make me feel comfortable with myself? Or we are fighting. 
are, have we been fighting for the right thing? And we just, we wanted so much because we had these people in our lives for X amount of time and we got used to them as well. You just stop maybe noticing what's going on because you're just mm. like so used to be around those people. You don't have like this fresh perspective, especially like if you live together, maybe. If you talk about romantic relationships or like friendships even. <laughs> oh yeah, I mentioned yeah. it last time as well. Yeah, you just start to be influenced by the feeling of relationship and you don't notice what's going on any longer. Mm. So it's nice to also like take a step back and like have this like fresh view. Okay, what's going on, right? I think it's very interesting. You're talking about living together and yeah, usually you live together when you're a couple. But I'm going to bring an example of me and you. Actually, when we started living together and then we did have an argument or I made an argument. <laughs> Although we lived together, we didn't spoke for almost like a month or, you know, I think longer. <laughs> <even> longer. <laughs> yeah. It was really tough. It was dramatic, actually, now when I think about it. And it was a moment for us that even the apartment didn't keep us together mm. at this point. It's because we had separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. When you're a couple, you usually sleep in one bed. But, you know, that it is possible for people living so close, kind of forget and get too comfortable. Because this was what happened. I got too comfortable and I was too aggressive and I yelled at you and you really didn't like it. And I didn't consider how you feel about it. And then it took a couple of months for us to actually cool down and for you to for you to forgive me for the you know for what happened and for me to really learn why did I treat someone like this? Why did I yell at someone? And actually this was also a turning point I think for me in romantic relationships that I didn't yell at anyone afterwards. I am dramatic. <laughs> I used to be more dramatic and this was the way I expressed myself. This was the way I was raised that people did argue. So for me, it was normal that someone raises a voice. Um, but then you experience these situations and you're like, fuck, you know, someone does not like that. Someone is not used to this at all. And someone that I care for for so long turned away from me because of my behavior. And now is this mm. question like, what? how much is it worth fighting or not fighting? Or where are we? And... <laughs> seeing this example it shows like it's worth giving it a try and fighting for it <laughs> i can see like how much work work you put into it and i remember myself i was really distant and it was not a month it was like several months and then i just saw you like trying and trying but then i think like for me it was like taking this step back and kind of cooling down and to understand what was going on that was actually also really good because in the beginning of course i had hard feelings but then with some time i started to see like how much work you put into it and i was just observing it and i was like being amazed like wow like this girl is really trying you know yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah i think yeah maybe here it's a little bit different case because um we distance ourselves after that fight and we kind of were separate even though we're in the same apartment but like if you know relationships are together like romantic relationships it's kind of hard like when you share the same room and mm. then like you have a fight but then you don't have this time to reflect separately mm. then you end up doing the same thing i think you kind of get different mindset like especially if people who are getting easily influenced like maybe people who are sensitive i consider myself as a sensitive person so if there is someone who is like has a really strong personality and i'm next to them and i don't have space for myself to reflect I can just fall into it. I'm like, okay, that's, this is what's going on. It's fine. We're just fighting. We're getting good together. We're fighting, getting good together and going into this, this cycle. But if I feel like something is going wrong, then I can distance myself, you know, kind of try to reflect on that. Step yeah. back and, and actually see the, like the whole holistic as well mm. view, right? On yeah. the whole situation, which I'm missing, I feel. Holistic view or? <laughs> the time to reflect mm. because I'm very uh, fast, turbulent person. 
if I get mad, I'm getting mad right now. And in 10 minutes, I'm probably not even mad anymore because <laughs> I'm already excited about mm. something else. Yeah. Instead of actually being like, okay, you are now influenced by so many emotions. Take 10 minutes, calm down and then talk about it. I am usually the one to, I'm in the situation, so I want to explain it. I want to go with it. For me, like things have to happen fast. Going back to growing apart and growing together, we go into sometimes relationships because of common, let's say, interest. But then you learn that personality-wise, you are not compatible at all. And I think this can happen to romantic relationships. You go into it because of attraction. You're attracted to each other. You have common interests. I don't know. You go party together. You listen to the same music together. Great time. Then it turns out I'm extroverted and someone is extremely introverted. I need attention. They need no attention or whatsoever. And then here we are. We are. <laughs> that's actually that's it. Good. <laughs> But it is like that, you know? And that's what happens. And then it's also growing apart. It's mm -hmm. just in a, such a different manner. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a lot also about awareness, right? Just noticing yeah. it. So it's really great examples you're sharing here because once again, I think it proves it doesn't have to be like something about you personally. We shouldn't take it like, okay, something is wrong with myself. It's just like being different and we have to accept it. There are so many different people around us and like with some people we will click and we have a great relationship. With some other we will simply not. What about you? Do you have any experience of growing apart? I was thinking about it when you were talking and I don't think I have so much like growing apart experiences. Maybe like, you know, high school thing, but mm -hmm. it, I think it's quite a common case. But it should make me think about us too, that when we had this big fight and I remember like maybe not talking about growing apart, but having this feeling of the whole, like losing someone really important to you. You know, we've been this close and then suddenly like we separated, mm. emotionally we separated, yeah. physically we're here, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I remember it was quite difficult because I think I shut down a lot in that point. But after some time, I just start, I think I realized I need to keep my heart open and like just maybe also have a good relationship with myself at that point. It was really crucial because suddenly, you know, you left not alone, but without this person that had been such a big part of your life. I think having an open heart like helped me at that point because then I manifested who I am, uh, what do I value? And then by that, it also brought new people into my life. So like uh, not having you there, unfortunately. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think some people like the problem the mistake that people could do is like completely shut down and like you know cut yourself and mm -hmm. from everyone else and being heartbroken and then suffer I think of course like you have to go for this feeling the same as in the breakup in the romantic relationship with a friend or whatever else you're going through you have to like let it feel like let it go for you mm -hmm. but then actually don't shut down yourself still be open and I really like this expression once I heard like when you know yourself when you know what you're looking for then you can attract other people who have the same values so if you experience some loss in your life like luckily for us we came back at one point mm -hmm. but like if it's for, for you that you lost someone and this person is not coming back into your life it's important to still be open and like uh, showing who you are what are your values and manifesting it so then you can attract also people with similar perception of life into mm -hmm. your life right recently we were talking about you attracting actually a lot of people from like the same field i don't know if you remember and i told you that i keep attracting people that are so different that i feel like i am really on this journey of exploring even more 
So every new people I get into my life, they come from completely different <laughs> personal or professional field. And I almost feel like I have nothing to talk with them sometimes mm -hmm. about. But because of that, I start to open up more to try and make a conversation with these people and try to understand why, why do they like this? Why do they like that? Why are they the way they are, you know, and what experiences they maybe went through? And again, helps me to shape what I like, mm. you know, and understand it's like, oh, okay, I know why I haven't been hanging out with this type <laughs> of people. It's because I just don't mm. like this. And you had this idea, this feeling that you're attracting a lot of people from the same uh, field. I think maybe not just professionally, I think somehow values mm. uh, or maybe definitely we attract people. But I think also in one point, we just become selective. Comparing myself, like when I came here to Copenhagen, like when I was 19 years old, I was just this person that was like curious about everyone. I just wanted to talk to everyone, meet with everyone, go for every Friday bar, like go for all kinds of events and just like meet those people. Mm. But then at one point I just realized I was so drained. Like after some years it happened that I felt like super, super like empty and maybe even lonely inside. Next time I would go for this Friday bar, whatever was it, I would just feel like I just want to escape. I just want to go home and be on my own. And um, it turned out like after some time they had like social burnout, I think I could call this way. But then it actually made me realize that at that point I just didn't know what do I want, what, I, what am I looking for? And then after like this some time when I spend a lot of time by myself and like, you know, reflecting, understanding what is that I am, what do I value in other people and things like that. I came out with a new energy, with like new values and like understanding myself and then manifesting it. And that's why I think like the moment when I understood it, I start to be very open about it and like kind of bring it into my life. And then people who would meet me would like maybe see those values and people who have the same values we would connect over. But the other people who would meet me and wouldn't like recognize those values, they would just pass through and we, you know, we wouldn't connect and it would be just like people passing through your mm -hmm. life. Yeah. So I think it's it's quite important to know yourself and knowing what you're looking for. And that's why I think like you like meeting different people. It's so valuable. Like you just like try out to understand what is important for me. And I still have it like with dating, right? Like I go for dates and like every date I feel like, oh, okay, I like this, but I don't like that, you know? Like next person, I'm, I'll try to find a person who maybe have those values. Mm -hmm. And then the next person I find, it's like another value coming in, you know? It's like ongoing process and we keep learning, we keep changing and we keep rediscovering ourselves. So it's always like ongoing process. I believe in one point we can settle more or less mm. and know ourselves. Hopefully. It's a, it's a great process of discovering yourself by getting to know other people as well. And you also mentioned being a bit more selective. I think I have these times that, again, I feel guilty for being selective. I'm like, someone is reaching out to me, they want to meet me, and I'm just being like this, oh my God, I'm so busy, I have other things to do. <laughs> this is how it makes me feel, mm -hmm. you know? like. Who am I to not have time? There are CEOs of companies that have kids and wives and, and they have time. And I feel like I should have time. Yeah, it just makes me feel guilty to be selective. I have learned to try to be as honest and hopefully diplomatically honest as possible. And there are some people in my life that sometimes text me, maybe a guy that I had a thing with shortly in the past and now he keeps texting me, right? And then ask me to go out and this. And I'm trying to be like, hey, I don't have time. I have other stuff to do. Like, I'm, I don't think I want to. And they're still very like, no, but give it a try, you know, come on. Like, maybe something has changed. And I remember last time I just wrote like, listen, man, I think you deserve to meet someone who wants to meet you. 
if I cannot give you this much attention as you're trying to give me right now, I don't think I'm worth your time. Wow. And it might be hurtful, but I think also putting it in this particular way makes them feel like, hey, I'm worth more mm -hmm. than someone saying no to me all the yeah. time. And there are actually ways to say no to other people. One thing I don't understand is when people ghost other people. Yeah. <laughs> and this is funny because I know a lot of girls and boys who like to they're like yeah yeah i'm just gonna let it go <laughs> by not talking and i'm this person that i try to although i have no strings attached i've never met them but i'm like still trying to explain myself and be like hey listen so i think we listen to different music we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna get along <laughs> and like Let's say music is super important for me. I'm busy right now. I'm doing my master thesis. I'm working and I have a lot of friends. If I'm going to make time to hang out with someone, I want to make sure, especially when you date online, I want to make sure that I give my time to someone that's going to appreciate it as well. And they're also going to have fun with me because mm. I bet like if you're two and you have nothing to talk about, It's just not. It's actually so crazy, like, that you communicate so much. Yeah. I mean, I'm a person who values communication a lot, but I think I'm more on the other side. Yeah, you're I'm, on the ghost I'm side. I'm not the ghost <laughs> thing, but I'm letting them go, you know? <laughs> but I think yeah. it also kind of, like, happens naturally. It's not that, like, I'm particularly not answering them, but I'm just, like, you know, busy with other things, and I simply forget. But if I forget to answer, I'm talking about dating here, that's a sign I'm not interested. Because if I'm interested in you, I'm going to answer you quite quickly, mm -hmm. right? Slowly letting them go. I think those conversations, I think it's really valuable for those guys on the other side because you bring them clarity. Like they suddenly like have this new perception, like, oh, okay, like she's actually so right. Like you're actually helping them saying like, come on, I'm, I'm like just avoiding you and you don't see it and you're still trying, you know? Mm. So I think you're giving them a good like, um, yeah. Also maybe on like self-worth, right? Self -worth, Because yeah. you are worth more than mm. someone that doesn't care for you. I feel like we drifted away a little bit from growing apart, but I think it tied all together and now we're on the communication. And I think the communication is a very important aspect of relationships. Of building a relationship, of maintaining a relationship. And figuring out like the common values and how words, they can mean different things. And you say one thing, someone says one thing, you think you're aligned, but then it turns out that you are not. And that also can actually cause a lot of growing apart or growing with. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about communication. Why is it important to create space for communication uh, while building relationship and maintaining it? And we'll see you in the next one.